It's episode 64 of The Platformers, a show about nerd culture with a couple of best friends. One of them is me, your host, Brian Barnett. The other one is me, your co-host, Chris Shriver. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about a whole lot of stuff. We're going to be talking about my reviews of The Flame and the Flood and Neon Chrome. We're going to be talking about SteamWorld Dig 2, Golf Story, a whole lot of other stuff. Uh, Chris, where do you want to start? But first, we need to talk about, so before, seconds ago, Brian, seconds ago, you and I were talking about people need to maintain a childlike wonder when they get excited about things. Because people get old, they become complacent, they be turning into little buttholes, and then nobody wants to be around them. That's Brian, true. when I was a small boy, there was a place in Hatboro, right down the street from here, I can walk to it, called Joe's Pizza. It's still there. Nice. Joe's Pizza carried... Pickles of York potato chips. They had a jalapeno type I'm of sorry, potato. What? Pickles of York? Bickles with a B. Oh, Bickles. I was like, Pickles of York no, chips? No, no, like, no. Are they it's pickle still chips? a weird name, nonetheless. For sure. Pickles of York jalapeno potato chips. They came in a big red bag. And if that you ate good. Bickles potato chips with Joe's pizza, it was like peanut butter and jelly, baby. It was delicious. Ooh. And then. Joe stopped carrying Bickles potato chips, but Quigs down the road used to carry Bickles Quigs and Bickles? Yes. What is happening? So Quigs starts carrying these chips, and then I have to develop the habit where if I want my childhood marriage to come together of the chip and potato chip, yeah. I got to stop at Quigs and get the chips and go to Joe's and get the pizza. Fast forward. Do, do they see you doing this? Like you walk oh, they've into the caught pizza on. joint? They're like, why do you only get chips here? I'm like, because Joe's pizza is better. And then I walked out. <laughs> and then you walk into Joe's and then they're like, what the hell are you doing with those chips? And I'm like, you betrayed me. Yeah. You need to get these <laughs> chips back. And then yeah. I can give you my money. Yeah. Because I like them more. So. Have you told them that? Have you confronted them? I have, I've told both of them this and neither have changed. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I guess this is my life now. Quigs or Quibblies or Quimbies or what? Mayor Quimby from <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Uh, Mayor Quimby? No, he's from The Simpsons. Mayor Qu- is it? Mayor what's Quimby? The, what's the inspector? What's the guy who's Inspector Gadget's boss's name? From oh, I don't Inspector know. Gadget. I just know Doctor Claw and Inspector Gadget. His butt. Bo- oh, dang it. Yeah, I Mayor Quimby. I guess Mayor Quimby is from The Simpsons. I never really watched. He sounds the like Simpsons. JFK, or he sounds like a Kennedy. Well, I uh, bleh, I don't know. Is he the dude with the blue hair? No, that's Wiggum. God, you need to watch The Simpsons. Anyway. I I really do. I really do. Dude, it's on my list. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write down There's like 500 seasons, though. I'm going to write down my top 10 Simpsons episodes, and you can sign into XFX, and you can go through and watch them all. Excellent. I am am 100% on board with this idea. Because I have seen literally every episode through season... 24 i think jeez yeah i love the simpsons anyway so i go into quigs and i go to get my chips and i was like oh my god they're not here this is this was a long time ago they stopped carrying them they still carried bickle's chips but they only had original so then my heart was broken so today i was craving these chips and i was like oh my god I, now, hold on. Quick, quick question. Yeah. What? So, so you've painted a really beautiful picture of these jalapeno potato chips. Uh-huh. What type of pizza are you getting these with? So Joe's does their pizza a little bit differently. They put a little bit of cheese on the bottom, 
and then they layer the sauce. So, like, if you're looking at, like, the triangle of... Ooh, if you're looking at the piece of pizza, like, it's, like, a big triangle, right? Okay. Think of it in, like, layers where it's sauce, cheese, sauce, cheese, and it's just, like, like a horizontal line if you're looking at the base and point of a piece of pizza. This is the most complicated description of a piece of pizza. I've I don't know how else to describe life. it. It's It's just horizontal lines. So, like... It's it's just sauce and cheese. Like it's not just like so this. Sauce I, is I'm assuming meat. at some point they have bread. Right. Well, yeah. The dough is on the bottom naturally. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you made it sound like the cheese was on. No. The no. I, like, I apologize. I You're right. I'm a fool for doing that. Well, I mean, you said they did it differently. I just maybe went like I maybe jumped the shark. You, a yeah. Bit. You you went real differently. No. They just. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They, it's gluten free pizza. It's just cheese. It's and just sauce. cheese and sauce. That's it. <laughs> Super healthy for you. Yeah. No, so it's like if you're looking at the whole pie, it's a ring of sauce and then a ring okay. of cheese and then a ring of sauce, and it goes like that. Oh, yeah, it's like that. Interesting. So yeah. they don't have like okay, so they don't have like the bread on the bottom, then the sauce, then the cheese, or right as as Star Pizza near me does, bread on the bottom, then the cheese, then the sauce on top. That's yeah, that's Boardwalk style pizza, or I think that's what they call that. Um, it's definitely that is not the Star, case. Star is a Chicago-style pizza place. Pink's is my favorite. They're your New York-style pizza. We have uh, a place like Star's called Santucci's that does the same thing. Okay. But yeah. it's like, it's all deep dish. I mean, yep. you can order it elseways, but like, you don't, come on, what do you, what, what don't, do you go to, don't go to Star and then get a freaking hand toss because it's not going to be that good. Right. Like, you want to go there, you want to get the deep dish. It's like having, a, they got chicken Alfredo pizza there. It's got basil all, all oh up in God. it. Oh, my God. It's like, it's pretty good. It does not reheat well which is why i like pinks the best because mm-hmm. i think it reheats very very well it's a very thin pizza it's very nice you get a little bit of that pepperoni you get maybe a little bit of that mushroom you mm. can put a little bit of pineapple on there maybe mm. double up on the pepperoni who knows you know you never know what's going your on. pineapple guy i am a pineapple guy but let's get back to your story i don't want to hijack this no that's fine about how good pineapple is on pizza so i go into quakes today and i'm like I'm looking at the 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 array of my potato chip selection, which uh, Zach Morris timeout. I'm not a big potato chip fan to begin with. It's just these chips. There's something about them. I don't know what it is. They I needed them in my life. So you know, I've I've not been as a very small aside. Yeah, and I'm very sorry about this to derail further. I'm also not a huge potato chip guy, except in certain combinations. Always accompanying some sort of a sandwich. Yep. For example, there's a thing called the Barnett Classic. This is a feel-good meal. This is like the soul food for the Barnetts. Oh, right? wow. And this is, it is uh, on Roman meal wheat bread. You get uh, crunchy peanut butter, probably Jif. Uh, you have strawberry jam, probably like some kind of chunky preserves. Something like that, like not something thin like a jelly, but like a really nice, like a thick, like a like a Laura Scudder's type, like a paste. Yeah, like a really good, like with chunks of strawberry in there. And stuff I like, like that. where this is going. You get that going in there, then you get just um, either, eh, probably Ruffles, Ruffles potato chips, right, um, and then a tall glass of chilled milk. Oh, I did not expect the milk at the mm-hmm. end. 
dude, let me tell you, the greatest thing is because you get you take a big old bite of that peanut butter. Well, the butter peanut sandwich, butter. Yeah, chunky peanut and butter. And then and then the milk just washes it right down and then you get yourself a nice crunch on that on those chips. Try it out for yourself. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Get some nice moist multigrain bread going. Some nice peanut butter. Your choice peanut butter. Your choice. I'm pretty sure I have jam. all of these ingredients in my closet right I'm now. I'm telling you, dude, try it. It's like a perfect fusion. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's great. But what I was going to say is the, the chips that have really, really taken my fancy of late. Oh, excuse me. Kettle chips. Barbecue oh, kettle chips. Kettle chips. Let me tell you. Uh, there was a specific brand that I used to get. I don't know if they're available everywhere, but Lay's makes a really, really good equivalent. The Lay's barbecue kettle chips are freaking fantastic, and they go well with just about anything. You don't uh, have Hers the, chips by you, do you? Or Utz's, right? Hers or Utz's. I don't think so. That is so weird. That is so weird that that's a regional thing. We'll have to we'll have to get together when I we go out there. You're gonna have like to like Christmas boxes of like our favorite snacks, dude. Like you local know what? Let's, snacks and send them back and forth. Let's do that. do that. I'm I'm into that. I'm very into that. We'll do a we'll do a, a, a Christmas gift exchange of just regional craziness. I really like that idea. We're gonna do. I'm that. I'm big into it. I'm big into it. Fantastic idea, Chris. Anyway, nice. Sorry. Back so, to the pizza. Back so to these for, chips. For like two years, these chips have not been available I, i'm looking at the array of potato chips in front of me and i see these white bags that are all these different flavors your cheddar your barbecue there's a jalapeno one and then they had the bickles bags that i'm used to seeing in just original so i'm like god and i'm looking i'm like i don't want original chips like all right i'll get these jalapeno chips thinking like they're not gonna live up to the hype i'm gonna be so upset <laughs> like why why am i even wasting my time i should have just turned around and walked out so i buy these chips i go home i open them up brian they're the same goddamn chips they just changed the bag like that's all they did they're right here in front of me they're so good it's what's weird is they say hanover presents golden gourmet jalapeno flavored chips on the back it's like on the back, it says they're made by Bickles. I went on the in website. The, I'm getting 404 errors because they haven't updated it since, like, 2004. I don't know what's going on with these chips, but they're the ones that I wanted, and I've been looking for forever. Oh, my God. I'm so friggin' happy that I have these in my life right now. You don't even understand. So did you go get some pizza? I did not because we didn't have time, and I was excited to tell you that I found this bag of potato chips. Okay, excellent, excellent. Well, now you know what I want in my Christmas package. I'm sending you these motherfucking chips that's what i gotta yes. do i gotta do it yes i'm so excited and i need it and i need to, i've heard does utz's do pretzels as well because i've heard utz's does pretzels um okay. people also do you ever hear like pretzels of hanover uh like snyder's of hanover yes yes yeah yeah we've got those here okay so yeah, hanover really is in i really like i really like the um my, i'm a fan this may be controversial so people hit me up on twitter and freaking abuse me to all hell if you want but I'm a big fan of mustard pretzels. Um, They're not bad. And honey mustard pretzels. And Snyder's of Hanover does these large pretzel mm-hmm. chunks. They're like the nugget they are things. Yeah. Just so they have a um, Chris, a garlic one so that I really like. Of yeah. those, those little pretzel nuggets. Yeah, they're real yeah. good. Snyder's. Yeah, people are, people you know are like 
People are like, oh yeah, rolled. You like those rolled gold pretzel sticks? I'm like, no, 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 no. I like forget no, 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 that no. rolled gold is a thing because Snyder's are just so good. Yes, yes. I'm all about those pretzel chunks. I'm all about that freaking honey mustard flavoring. Oh, it's so no delicious. trouble. I used to eat those things by the bag. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Ugh. I'm excited. I, I might go tomorrow and just buy you this bag of chips and send it your way like immediately. Well, fantastic. God, that'll be just so that'll good. be one. Is that the end of your story? That's it. I just I'm okay. so excited that these are in my life again. If you send those to me, that will be one more thing that I will look forward to receiving. Because yesterday, I uh, did something for the very first time. I ordered and am importing a peripheral from outside the United States. What is that? I picked up on PlayAsia, I picked up the Splatoon 2 Joy-Con set. So oh I'm gonna get that, snap! I'm gonna be getting that neon green lefty, which is what I'm ordering it for. Yep. And then that very very nice bright neon pink right Joy-Con. I just want the green right Joy-Con, and then my life and will that's be complete. What, that's what I'm waiting for. Yep. Uh, but the the interesting thing is when uh, Audrey and I play multiplayer games on Switch, she actually prefers using the dog ear controller with the left and right Joy-Con. Really? She, does, she doesn't like the Pro Controller as much. Huh. So she prefers to play in handheld mode or docked using the left and right Joy-Con. Does she have she small per- hands? Uh, I mean, smaller than mine. Hmm. I mean, and I guess I, I have kind of relatively small hands. I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's more comfortable for her, I guess. I guess she just likes the form factor. There yeah. are certain times when I like it more. Um... Like I, I definitely love the Switch as you know, in handheld mode. That's the way that I prefer to do it. Um, but being home as much as I am right now, I do play a lot docked. For example, I I played a bunch of of Switch this week, um, and I played the vast majority of it in uh, docked mode with my Pro controller. Yeah, um, which is good. But like after playing for a, a extremely extended amount of time, it does start to wear on me a little bit. I do kind of want to shift it up you know switch it up and do things like that i am looking forward to getting these sweet sweet joy con in that will mean that i don't have to ask my little brother to bring his joy con whenever we want to play multiplayer games here yeah that's that helps Um, a lot which is nice and also the the best thing about it is the investment to getting fully stocked on controllers for multiplayer games is actually less on switch than it is on other consoles for example, like if you're gonna go and you're gonna buy an Xbox One, and you want to get enough controllers for everybody, that's gonna be an extra like, you know, almost two hundred bucks. You know, right? There's sixty bucks a piece or seventy, you know, whatever with tax. Uh, well, wait. So I guess you're you're giving people just the one Joy-Con in this situation. I mean, in some games, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and even still, what I'll have when when these come in, then I'll have my Pro controller. I'll have one complete dog ear controller, and then I'll have enough for another one. So we'll have three full controllers, or we can have two uh, full controllers, and then two people can use, you know, them sideways or what have you. Which isn't it's it's not ideal. I definitely wouldn't want to play that way. But since it's my Switch, I never have to choose because I can always just get whatever I want first picks. Because <laughs> that's the that's the freaking it's house rule. It's my you know what I mean? system. Dude, it's house rules. I'm never playing on I a sideways Joy-Con. 
unless I'm traveling. Yeah. And I want to and I want to, you know, play something like that. I actually did that. I have pictures of of uh, of myself with Audrey's cousins um up in St. Louis and we we got everybody into um Mario Kart a couple of days before we left and then all we were doing when anybody ever had any spare time was just throwing down on uh on Mario Kart and then we ended up le- like right before we left we went to this like Asian Mexican fusion restaurant where they had like sushi burritos and crazy stuff like that and uh and they were like hey can we man I just wish we could play uh, I just wish we could play Mario Kart one more time and I was like well with the magic of Nintendo Switch we can anything's possible yeah and then I busted it out on the table and was like here I'm gonna take the pro controller here's you split these off from the thing for the two of you and we had to leave somebody out but like we got three people playing Mario Kart in the middle of this restaurant and I was <laughs> I was that advertisement when they first showed the switch and it was so great uh, but yeah I mean it, it's it's fantastic I, I can't I can't say enough good things about it and like you were just saying you know uh, before we started recording if you look on the switch eShop there are tons of games on there they just keep coming out and nobody just- seems to be I don't know, like, the people within the industry are the ones that are really banging the drums, but, like, I feel like even if you're going to go to your GameStops, your Best Buys, if, if I'm a mom, like, buying this thing for my kids, I feel like most people's reaction is just, oh, well, there's only, like, four or five games on it that are, like, worth playing, and it's like, no, go Wrong. go look at the eShop and see what's on there and look at what people are writing about it, what they're saying about it, like, Flame of the Flood, Golf Story. Mm-hmm. Stardew Valley. Yep. Um, I'm Tetsuna. SteamWorld Dig. SteamWorld Dig. SteamWorld Dig 2, which we will definitely talk about um, in yes. a little bit. Like, There's just so much stuff here, and it just keeps coming. Like, Mario's not even out yet. That blows my mind. And I am plowing through as many things. Like, You've played a lot of games on this thing. I have played a lot of games on Switch, partially because um, of you know my, my job. Right. As an editor at Nintendo, like I I review games on Switch. Like it's a Nintendo focused site. So basically, unless it's on unless it's like a, a super late release on 3DS, I'm reviewing games on uh you know on Switch. Yeah. And it's it's crazy. Like I'm so focused on it, I hardly have any time. I haven't played Destiny in like over a week. You're not missing I, anything? I well, that's <laughs> Prestige Ray came out, but yeah, it came we out today, but that. it's like, I'm not going to do that. I haven't yeah. even done the first raid. Exactly. Um, although I am a high enough light level for it, for the prestige raid. I think it requires, I requires It requires now. 300, and I think I'm 302. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I, I hopped on basically on, uh, on like, Friday or Saturday to buy stuff from Zur and then, like, logged right back off and then, <laughs> and then just went back to playing um, SteamWorld Dig 2, I think. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's crazy. I'm so focused on playing as many games as I can, and any time that I'm not spending writing, you know, news articles for IGN or you know doing other things, like it's on the Switch playing through these games. And there's still a lot that I haven't got to that I would love to. Mm-hmm. Like I still haven't touched uh, Stardew Valley. Like I, I still need to pick that up. But like Golf Story just keeps on going. <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> That's why I'm afraid to pick that game up. Like it, it just seems like a, a rabbit hole that you can fall down and just never come out of because yeah i know how i get like it sounds so stupid i know how i get with golf games tiger woods pga tour 2005 mario golf to- toadstool tour advanced tour 
Mario Golf 64. Like these are games yeah. that I spent at least 200 hours in a piece. And yeah, I can't imagine what Golf Story would do to me. So I'm staying as far do, away do from you that as get, possible. Do you want to get into Golf Story? Or do you want to cover? Some I would love first? to know. So before we got on, uh, you had said your la- the last golf game you played was Jack Nicholas Golf on like genesis or whatever it was no nes nes <laughs> yeah. and uh so i w- which is kind of ironic because it is a two-bit or not two-bit jesus um yeah, two-bit 32-bit style what a be, way to talk down to the dev yeah right <laughs> it's running on atari 2600 right um but no i'm curious as to what your your thoughts are on it for sure well um i've been uh playing uh, golf story for me- hold on okay let me let me let me actually why don't you vamp a little bit let me look up some stuff so from what I I'll give you my idea of what golf story is supposed to be I think it's a you create a character you're in a clubhouse I actually imagine it's very similar to Mario Golf um, Advance Tour um, that game had two different characters male and female um, you would create them you would go around the clubhouse and go through different courses um there were different challenge modes and things like that different characters to unlock i imagine that this is pretty similar to that i have no idea who the developer is i think it's only 14.99 um i'm out of things to talk about because i don't know what brian's really looking up right now he's just staring at his computer i'm looking i'm looking up a couple of things pretty intensely how many hours have you put into it do you know um it doesn't say yet because I'm still in the game. I I think my in-game clock has uh, has me at around twenty hours. Oh my god, dude! When did you start playing this? I started playing it uh, basically as soon as I finished my latest review, which was for uh, Neon Chrome. I first started I started playing this game two days ago. It says. Oh my god. <laughs> so. So what is your give me the elevator pitch of this game? Like what is it? Because I it can't is, all I all I see are people hitting golf balls and talking to random NPCs in the game. Yeah. Um it Golf Story is <clears throat> It's an RPG. Okay. Uh, which is weird because I'm used to golf games being like, um, like sports games more like, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm used to there being just basically a strict focus of like, here's the courses that you'll play through. Here's the, you know, here's the stuff that you get, you know, I, it, the weird thing is I'm so unprepared to discuss this in a certain way because I don't know what the state of well, no, but like, golf I don't games even, are. You don't even have to. I think part of the part of it right now is it sounds like you're trying to go into it with a how do I compare this to other games in a genre? But really, what yeah, I, and like, I don't and you, know, and you <laughs> okay. can't. Like, and right, that's fine. Yeah. So but what I want to so, know okay, is so like here's just the here's just the pitch. Um, <clears throat> it is the story of it's it's really funny. Uh, it's a it's an RPG where you control um, a guy who I don't even think they give him a name in all the tournaments. It just says player. Uh, and he's just like some kid who's like really gullible and just wants to make it in the golf world. And it's an RPG. So like you're going around, you're talking to people at certain points. It turns into like an adventure game where you have to solve puzzles. Um, 
there are you'll you'll go through you'll play different uh, courses that have like really weird spins on them. Like for example, the first one, the first course, it's called uh, the Well Worn Course, and because uh, it is, it's in really bad shape, and they <laughs> kind of like lean into it, like it's a really crappy golf course. Um, and there's moles everywhere. So like if you if if you the moles will have like a, a circle around them and if you if your ball lands in that circle, they will take your ball and go put it like in a hole or in a in a bunker or like somewhere random. There's another course where it's like up on these cliffs and there's a bunch of birds and they'll do stuff with your balls, you know, if you get near them. There's another one where there's like a lot of water all over the place, so you can very easily lose. Uh, it's like set on a beach, so there's like more sand than usual, and there's a bunch of water and stuff like that. <coughs> is it I like at got, any point frustrating? Is it, um, or does it does it have a pretty good progression to it where you kind of get the hang of it, and then like the mechanics and well, well, you get you get experience, so you can you can earn money with which you can buy new clubs and things like that that'll have different effects, right? Um, and some of them will be pretty straightforward. Like this one will give you like an average of about 10 yards, you know, to your swing, but you know, and it'll be, it'll have lower loft or something like that. But there's Mm -hmm. other ones that are like, will actually open up whole new things. So like there's, there's a, there's a, like a, a wedge that I got that also has electricity running through it. And there's a, there's a part where like, you'll need to use that to like hit lawnmowers to start them up to finish a side quest for somebody or something for like the greenskeeper or something. It's right. real weird. There's also parts, there's like mini games where you play like lawn bowling and uh, frisbee golf <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and there's like, there's like a mini golf uh, course that you can play through that I actually encountered a really weird bug on. Um, where I actually had to back out of the game just because I hit the geometry so crazy that it just like knocked it up and out, so like I couldn't get to where I needed to go. Oh jeez, there's, there's, there's you have to wait. Been... Do you have to walk to your ball, or does it place you there? When no, you're it, in it play? teleports you. Like, okay, as soon good. as you're done with the hit, it just teleports you to the next. Okay, uh, good. To the next place. Um, but you can like you can drop balls anywhere. You can hit you can hit Y and just drop a golf ball anywhere and just hit it. Uh, or if you if you at a certain point in the game you get the ability to throw golf balls at people. <laughs> so you can just hold you just hold X and you just chuck them, um, and apparently he just has endless amounts of golf balls. It's pretty great, uh, but there's like all sorts of weird conceits. Like I just got to this place called the Tidy Course, where there's a bunch of old fogies, and they only let you play using ancient golf clubs that are really garbage, <laughs> and uh, you have to obey etiquette and stuff, and like. They don't actually have any greens. Like the pins are in the rough somewhere. Oh my god! So I need to play this game. <laughs> it's it's really really good. Like I I am I am completely taken with it. I don't like golf. This game has me wanting to hit up my dad and be like, "Hey, you want to go play around the golf?" Oh my like, god! Like it's the sidebar sent me uh, sent me a code to play it. So I'm you know kudos to them and. Full disclosure, like, I didn't buy this game. I got it free to review, you know, for the show. Um, but I am completely in love with it. I just got to an Arctic area where, like, everybody's freezing to death, and I had to make them cocoa to heat them up so that I could figure <laughs> out what I need to do next. Like, it's so it's so charming. The guy is, like, such a dunce, but he's so good at golf. Like, and people, people will insult you, like, constantly. They're like... 
I have no, your grip is all wrong. Your swing is all wrong, but somehow you have more control over the ball than anybody else. I don't know how this is working. <laughs> your coach is like taking credit for all of the stuff that you've done, even though he hasn't really taught you much of anything. You know, he's trying to hit on this other coach and like, it's just, there's just all sorts of crazy That's stuff. Amazing. The, the guy who runs the first golf course is a real piece of work and he's always trying to cheat and work people over and stuff like that. And he's always taking advantage of you and different things. And you know, there's this guy called Max Yards who's like a big pro golfer and he's the guy that everybody wants to be like. And, you know, he just kind of snubs you. And, like, you see him filming promo videos where he's, like, <laughs> throwing down the catchphrases and stuff like that and saying, oh, man, well, I wouldn't be able to do it without these great shoes. You know, and, like, it's just it hams it up in the best way possible. It's such a charming game. It's so fun. There's a lot of varied gameplay. I just actually I just actually finished a cup where um, the old fogies wanted to do a face-off versus, like, these, like, youngsters that just challenged them in like a rap battle. And uh, and so the old man who let me on to the, the match was like, uh, I'm going to do all the tee hits. You take care of everything from there. And he just hits it like into the woods. And then I have to recover from it. And it's just like, there's so many interesting twists. And like you play versus a bunch of different people. And you, I don't know. It's very well-rounded. It doesn't get boring because you never know what the heck's going to happen. And there's all, there's like there's crazy references. So like there's a part in the game uh, that I just got to where I actually found it's got um, it's got NES Golf in it. Um, oh wow! And I just found another part uh, in the game where there was like a uh, like a Pac-Man mini game. It's not actually Pac-Man, but it's like the stuff you have to do is like very reminiscent of Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just. It's charming, it's interesting, it's fun. The mechanics are solid. Like I they the the best thing about this game is that as somebody who hasn't played a golf game in forever, they ease you in and teach you the mechanics at just the perfect pace. So like by the time you get into okay, I'm going to manage where I'm hitting the ball to you know to to slow it down or get it up in the air so I can take advantage of like if the wind's blowing my direction or you know, getting it to stop short or, Hey, I'm going to use a different type of club. I'm going to, I'm going to try to, you know, gauge where I need to, to ease up on my, you know, on my force on this, on this stroke, you know, to be able to get the ball where I want to. Like, How does it handle, like, this is going to sound like a stupid question. If you're playing like a 3d golf game, a lot of times like you'll, you'll be able to see the curvature of the ball um, over like a hilltop or something like that. Is that hard to tell on a 2D plane the way it is? Or are there not really many hills or? There's, everything's pretty, everything's pretty flat. There is one, the, uh, the uh, place where there are birds, I forget what it's called. Um, It's like mountaintop something or other. Um, There are places where like it abruptly like raises up. And so you have to be able to get up there, but it's all it's, it's handled seamlessly. Like you don't really have to worry about that sort of a thing. Okay. Also, it'll show you if there are obstructions. So like if there's a tree in your way or something like that, like it'll, it'll show you that it's going to stop short. So, okay. Maybe you need to change where you're hitting the ball or you need to aim left or right or something like that. And it's only top down, right? There's no, cause like, so if you play, um, if you ever play like Mario Golf or Advanced Tour, um, they'll have it where it's top down. Where you're I mean, trying I'm to gonna be- play the next the next Mario Golf game. Yeah, I'm yeah. Telling, like this this game has turned me on to sports games again. Oh wow! Like, and so now, like moving forward, 
when the next Mario Golf game comes out, like, I'm in. Uh, and you I'll know, be and right there with you. Yeah, so so that it's it's cool. The game has opened my eyes to such an extent of like how fun a sports game can be, even if you're not interested in the sport. Yeah. So it's it's I don't know it's it's fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. At some point, I will pick it up. But yeah, I have it's, it's great. All kinds of things I've been playing, <laughs> like SteamWorld Dig Two. I started playing it last night. Yes. Um, thank you to those guys for the codes uh, that Brian and I were able to receive. Yes, um, Image Inform Games. Thank yes. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so, like we mentioned on the show, I think we mentioned it on the show before, um, obviously sequel to SteamWorld Dig. This was not a game that I was real excited for because I didn't really care for the first one. Because, as we had said, um, the first one was a... And I don't even know if this really has much to do with it um the first one was a roguelike game which basically meant that it was randomly generated from my understanding steamworld league 2 is not that um that is also my understanding but we might be wrong yeah so hit us up on twitter if we are incorrect yeah but so that being said i'm in love with this game i'm only like two and a half hours in oh my god i've been thinking about it all you have so day. much left to go. I have been thinking about this game all day, and I, 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 it's just I love the progression system. Every time you, so those of you who don't know how this game works, you start at least where I'm at. You start out in this town. They say you got to go do this thing. You have to dig underground to go get to it. So it's basically like a dig dug meets. Uh, I don't want to say shovel knight, but it's Metroid. Metroid, that's what I thought bad, last night, yeah. It's not a bad comparison. Yeah. yeah, it's a Metroid meets Metroid kind of game. You Metroid meets Metroid? <laughs> Metroid, me- Metroid meets Metroid. Sorry, Jess texted me, threw me off. Um, Metroid meets Dig Dug kind of game. Yeah. And so you Except dig- it's, so, it's freaking so good. You it's dig so your way into the earth, you find treasure, um, you fight enemies, but what I really love about it is... They do a really good job at. There's like different hidden areas where you can find like better items and things yeah, that'll help you improve. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what I really love about it is the way in which you progress down the tunnels. It starts out. It's pretty straightforward. Where the blocks and the bricks like don't really. There's nothing that you really can't do in the first couple sections. As you get deeper, you'll have these little like blocks that if you dig underneath them, you'll have to either dig really quickly so they don't fall underneath you or fall on top of you rather or um like it, it almost adds like a puzzle element to it that yeah wasn't there to be in with um dude just freaking wait i just like so one question i do have is are you still in the first like tile set and that was going to be it is at what point do like how many different tile sets are there there's like four or five okay so right now I've been in this first town for probably about an hour and a half um, digging deeper and deeper into the earth. And I'm like, man, there's like a lot to do here. Yeah. At what point I did. I, and I still don't know when it's going to end. Um, I hope never, but I don't know what else is, you know, coming. And yeah. from what Brian's saying, it seems pretty exciting, but I just, I keep thinking about, okay, well, if I get a stronger pickaxe, then maybe I can like dig a little bit faster or, if I get better arm or if I get a better 
like knapsack, then I can carry more items. I can stay down there longer, but I need a better lamp yep. so I can stay down there longer and see. And like, yep. I just yep. keep thinking about all, like all the progression in this game. And I'm, I just yep. want to go play it right now. Oh my God. I want to say so many things, but you're so early. I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> <sighs> I was not anticipating. I was not anticipating that you were this early. I thought you were way further. I only started uh, it last night. Okay. 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 What can I say? I mean, how much can you? What is there to say? Like I don't know. Like there's I, a lot to say, and I don't want to say any of like it. What? Okay. Well, uh, let, let why me don't just you start? Very, and if you start just, saying things that I don't want to hear because I want to be surprised, no, then I want, I'll tell I you, want to shut you to up. enjoy the surprise. I'm just going to talk in very general. Terms okay. Right now. Okay. SteamWorld Dig Two, like like Chris said, for me personally, SteamWorld Dig didn't really grab me. Uh, and because of that, I didn't pick up SteamWorld Heist, um, which I know that it's a totally different like type of game. It's like a strategy game or something like that. Um, but this game ne- has got my attention. <laughs> if you, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like Leonardo DiCaprio, this game has got my attention. Uh, it's... It's so good. It's so sprawling. And the ways that it twists up the gameplay later on with the different items uh, and different functionality that you get and the upgrade system with, like, the cogs that you get in the bonus rooms, like, it made me want to go back, even after I beat the game, and 100% it, just to see. And actually, after I beat the game, and I, I tweeted, uh, you know, I tweeted Image and Form about this, but... um but like after I beat the game, I realized that I didn't have an armor upgrade that would have reduced the damage that I took from the final boss, or the like the final encounter right, type right. scenario by apparently quite a bit. And I was like, man, this is like it's not it's not extreme, and it wasn't super difficult. But I think it was like the second it took me like to my second try to to beat that. But I was like well equipped. I think I was like eighty percent through. Um, the game. So, like, I had most of the upgrades, and I had, like, a really good kind of setup. And I really recommend that you that you experiment with the different cogs and the different upgrades and things like that to figure out what really works for you. I do One really thing, like that, that I want to point out, is yeah. that, so there are cogs that you collect that you can apply different upgrades to different items that you have, but you can remove those cogs and then try out different things. I really, yes. really like that aspect of it, where you're not it's locked so into whatever it is that you... yeah and it's so it's it's a move that kind of denotes confidence in the product like the developer is confident enough in this game that they're like look you can probably break the hell out of this it's still going to be fun yeah so don't worry about it like we're just excited to give you all of these tools and let you play in this sandbox and by the end of the game i was zipping all over the place doing all kinds of crazy stuff and I, I just couldn't get enough. I'm so excited that I got to play this game. And I can't recommend it highly enough. Even if you think that you might not be into it or you weren't into previous I, games, give it a shot. Dude, I have to tell you, like, I did not expect to like this game. Because as I said a few months ago, like, I reached a point with Switch where everything I was playing, Blaster Master Zero, Shovel Knight, which I love Shovel Knight, um, the... There's a couple other games on there. They're all 2D side-scrollers, and I was just... I was done with it. I had yeah, worn myself yeah. out of it. This game is, like, the next tier of 
awesomeness. This is the like on the level of awesomeness that Shovel Knight is on for me. Yes. In that it is able to get its hooks in me and like I just want to be put in a corner somewhere with my Switch and an AC adapter and no one talk to me because all I want to do is play this game. Yeah. But honestly, once I started it up, I don't think I played anything else until I was done. That's probably uh, going to be me. Uh, and it, yeah, it's so good. Uh, and I, I get it. Like, And Chris and I comparing it to Shovel Knight and saying that it's in that echelon is really... It, I think it means even more because that year, Shovel Knight was like one of our games of the year. Yeah. And Shovel Knight came up against like a bunch of awesome stuff. Now... SteamWorld Dig is going up against freaking Zelda and Persona 5 and Horizon and like, oh, the competition is really stiff. But let me tell you, it does. It definitely deserves, it deserves to be talked mentioned. about. Yeah. And I feel honestly, I feel the same way about Golf Story. Um, oh, I, I after. Yeah, yeah. After hearing what you said, I 100 percent believe that that's the case with that game. Although, I, you know, although I, I have to say I haven't finished Golf Story yet. And, uh, you know, and of course, Everybody out there, your mileage may vary, but I'm really, really digging it. Um, SteamWorld Dig is like exactly my type of game, though. Yeah. Whereas Golf Story is maybe not, or hasn't. I should say hasn't historically been. Um, but yeah, SteamWorld Dig Two is awesome. I can't wait for you to get. I was on Discord and I was talking to people and I was playing this game, um, and I got a certain item in this game, and I was like, oh my god this item is in this game and I started freaking out and then it wasn't very long and I found a different item uh, and I was like oh my god this item is in this game (laughs) and I was like freaking out and the implications of like what this game would become kind of dawned on me and it's just it's awesome I cannot wait to talk more about this uh, next week with you Chris because it's I'm very excited to see what the other characters in the world are because so far I it's weird. I don't find their dialogue to be that amazing. Like some of the characters is good, but others it's just kind of pretty par for the course. I don't know. Yeah. Um, nothing to write home about. But I, I mean, they're, love... they're, they're there to serve the gameplay, <clears throat> right? Um, but I love the art design of the characters, like in the the world when you're above ground. I almost said sea above, level. Above but ground. When yeah. you're above ground, yeah. Dude, the guy you sell stuff to, the crab robot. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> He's awesome. Yeah. There's also a pretty great joke about him later on in the game. Oh, uh, really? Really really late in the game. But uh but yeah. I just It's Yeah, it's it's really fantastic. Like so no I, joke I, when yeah. you called me earlier, you're like, "Yeah, I can record earlier tonight." My first thought was, "Shit, that means I can't I got to wait to play, <laughs> play Steamroll <laughs> Dig." Like I love this yeah. game. It's great. Yeah. So I highly recommend it. Yeah. So definitely, definitely check it out. Um, let's see. What else did I play? What else did I play? Um, last week we got into the Flame and the Flood. Um, my review for that is completed and up on Nintendo.com. Um, it's awesome. I'm typically not into survival games. Um, this is one of two that really grabbed me. Uh, the other being The Long Dark, um, which I think I've talked about on the show before. Yes. Um, even if it was just briefly, uh, which was I, I played that game in Xbox One uh, game preview, um, which is a fantastic system that I can't praise highly enough. I'm super big fan of that. Um, Flame of the Flood is awesome. I had a I had a, a few 
issues here and there. There was a checkpointing issue where um, my character actually died. It was the first death, actually. My character died of sepsis. Um, oh, jeez. Right, right as I was crossing over into a new area and the game created a checkpoint. And since the only options were restart from that checkpoint or start the game over again, I had to start the game over, which I was like, oh, no. Because literally the checkpoint was 10 seconds before she died. Yeah. And I was on the river where you can't do anything. Um, my second attempt, I actually didn't know this, but your dog actually brings your backpack with all your stuff in it back to you uh, at the beginning of the game if you start over. Um, so it's actually not exactly like a roguelike. So it's almost like a... Oh, wait, you mean when you die? When you die and you start the game over, Aesop, uh, the, main, the main player is a young woman um, named Scout. Okay. And her dog, Aesop, travels with her okay um and has a bag of his own that you can you can have him carry stuff for you you can also store stuff on your raft and then you can store stuff in your own backpack and inventory management is like super key in this game yeah um it's basically inventory management gather as much stuff as you can expand your inventory and then be prepared for you know if you get bitten by a snake make sure that you boil um that like you go to a campfire, get some water and get some dandelions, make dandelion tea to, you know, help yourself out and stuff like that. There's all sorts of stuff like that. I have one important question that I need to know. And I don't know if you know the answer to, because I live with Jess Vizi. Does the, is the dog able to die in any way? Do you, and you want me to tell you the answer to this? I, I need to know this. I won't be able to play this. I, I cannot play this game in front of her if the dog can die. Okay. So far as I am aware, Aesop seems to be free from harm. Okay. I Now, I have, I have avoided, I've spent most of my time in this game avoiding danger. So, like, for example, if I walk into a town and there are three wolves there, I just leave. Right. Like, I'm not, I'm not fooling around with those sorts of things. Yeah. If there's one boar, maybe I'll make a spear trap. And I'll kill it and I'll, you know, harvest its organs and all sorts of business. Right. But, like, if there are serious predators and serious danger, I pretty much just jet. Um, now, the dog does interact with those a little bit. And mm-hmm. he did whimper a little bit in a certain fight. But so far as I know, or so far as I can tell, Aesop doesn't seem like he can be killed. Okay. Because I'll never I, hear the end of it if I'm playing this game and I'm like... Oh no! And she catches that I killed a dog in a game. I'll never hear the end of it. I I, I don't see how mechanically they could. Okay, okay, that makes me feel a little better. I mean, he's he's part of your he's he's got storage that is absolutely every slot in this game is vital. It's like a Resident Evil game, like it's like RE4. Like if you don't have enough inventory slots, you are screwed and you can't pick up anything. Yeah. Um. So like, I highly recommend if you're going to play this game, make your first thing. Uh, crafting pouches for yourself to give yourself extra room because okay. if you don't have enough stuff to be able to make the things that you need to survive you're going to die um, but on the upside as long as you're careful about like if you're basically I would just say this to avoid the checkpoint error that I got don't go on the raft if you have something that's going to kill you just die and then reload from the previous checkpoint oh okay um, but if you start over since you get to keep like a lot of your stuff and you now know how to survive, I mean, it's not that big of a deal to start over. 
Like, I, I was playing it for a couple of hours, then I died, and I restarted, and I was way past there in, like, 15 minutes. Oh, so that's it's, cool. It's, it's, not, it's not that big of a deal. Um, story kind of takes a backseat, so make sure that the gameplay is what you like. It's like a top-down isometric kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there was... I played it before the game came out, and uh, they did confirm that they were going to do a day one patch that changed kind of the coloring and stuff to put it into parity with the other consoles oh, that yeah, have been released on. That. Um, as well as fix a couple of like um, texture bugs, which I didn't super encounter. Um, even playing it without the day one patch, it was still great. Um, I still really enjoyed it. Um, but just like if, if you're into survival games, this is a really good one. Um, don't go into it thinking you're going to get some like Last of Us style, like really tear jerky story and stuff, because the story is pretty much just a. Um, uh, I forget the, I forget the word that they use. But it's the it's the thing that, that you give to the characters in the beginning of a story to get them moving. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Like the plot element. Yeah. I um, want to say mulligan, but that's just because I've been playing golf. Motif. Story. No, it's a, it's know. a it's a it's a silly sounding word, and it's just it's like the thing that you give the characters to start the story moving. I Motive. Can't Whatever. Oh. No, it's not that. It's like a longer. <laughs> anyway, somebody's gonna hit me up on Twitter and tell me what it is. Uh, or I'll I'll. Knowing me, I'll probably think of it in a half hour and just blurt it out. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, also, I've been playing Neon Chrome, um, which is a kind of roguelike. Um, it's like a cyberpunk game. It's like a twin stick shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very much like. It's very similar, actually, to like Hot, Hotline Miami and uh, and Neurovoider. Um, it's not as cool graphically as is, Neurovoider is. I was going to say, like is Neurovoider better? Because you were all up on that game. I was... They both have pros and cons. Um, Neurovoider, the bosses were crazy high difficulty spikes, um, especially later on, um, like as you get closer to, um, to the end. But uh, Neon Chrome is a longer game mm-hmm. than... Uh, Neurovoider, and it feels like a more of a steady climb um, as far as difficulty is concerned. The bosses are really difficult, um, and those levels are static, and they do come like every like five or six levels. Um, but you do have, unlike Neurovoider, you do have persistent um, bonuses. So like as you're gathering currency. Uh, and you're going around and finding like these items that will unlock them and let you purchase them in your base before you start again. Um, and then there's also like player damage, player health, um, different things like that. That as you gather currency, you can buy ranks in those, and those persist throughout all of your lives. Mm-hmm. And there's a story conceit for that because basically, the main the player character is a hacker that's controlling via like a VR rig controlling a bunch of assets that go out and oh like tron i don't know i haven't seen tron oh my god all right it's fine uh, there's a lot of look man there's a whole lot how of is that a out gray there area the anyway <sighs> i'll get there man i'll get there eventually i'll watch you're everything. 34 i'll get there look there. dude uh, there's not enough have you seen every movie ever no i've seen more than you apparently well, maybe because I've been more focused on games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, it's it's good, it's good. It's 
it's not going to win any any awards for like visuals and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's fun. It's really fun. Cool. So and, and it's it's only like fifteen bucks. So it's, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of these budget games. That I was going to say. I feel like that's that the really. Yeah, that's, that's that like the theme spot. with Switch. It's like the sweet yep. spot where I'm like, you know, what, fifteen bucks, I'll drop that. It's not a big yep. deal. Yep. I did want to mention to you. I wrote it down when I thought about it. Um, in case I forgot, I picked up on, and I haven't started it yet. I don't know when or if I'm going to. I picked up the Nonary games on PS4 because they're <gasps> on sale right now for thirty bucks. Yeah. So now I have that and Zero Time Dilemma. Dude. So now I can actually play that series because you were like, oh, I'll play it because you have nine minutes, nine seconds, nine hundred days. Nine persons, nine hours, nine doors. Whatever it is. So now I have it. So And, uh, and uh, what? Ver- yeah, so it's nine persons, nine hours, nine doors, and then Virtue's Last Reward, and then the Zero Time Dilemma. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, you have to play those like immediately following SteamWorld Dig. I can't. You have to. You Mario have to Odyssey comes out. Skip Mario Odyssey. Shut your mouth. <laughs> no, that's not happening. I think what, what's going to end up happening is... It's not happening is, for me either, probably. No, no. I think I'm going to end up... Um, it'll be SteamWorld Dig 2, Mario Odyssey, and then I canceled Star Wars. Yeah. So after that, it's going to be... The beta, and I don't like the whole visceral thing. It made me mad, and so not that that's so like related, but I'm protesting, protesting a little bit. EA, <laughs> a little bit. Of what yeah, they did with visceral. Yeah, I'm not happy with it. I mean, neither am I. I mean, Star Wars thirteen thirteen goes down the drain, and then the visceral Star Wars game goes down the drain. Oh, who knows not what's okay. going on? Who knows what's going on with Amy Hennig? You know, if she's going to be all right, if her team's going to be all right, all sorts of different things like that. It's like, come on. Ugh. Yeah, it's 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 obnoxious. Yeah, I'm worried about uh, where she's going to end up because I I wasn't... I mean, not that we know what happened at Naughty Dog. I'm not particularly yeah. happy with that, but um, she seems like a nice lady. I don't know. She of made course, the Uncharted yeah. games, so I, mean, I kind of like her the, for that. Yeah, she seems like, you know, maybe one of the better people at crafting, you know, narrative single-player experiences and stuff right. like that out there in the industry. So and And by the way... Our uh, our, you know, most heartfelt best wishes to all the people out there who are there. affected by you know by this at Visceral. So, hope you guys find uh, find a good place. Yeah, it is a shame. <sighs> so I had and ostensibly ostensibly so close to a potential release, but you know whatever. Yeah. Well, I had my uh, the best and scariest VR experience I've had. In my life, uh, this past weekend. Well, I mean, it, it, you know, it's a pretty low bar because VR hadn't been around for that long. <laughs> well, yeah, but I've I've played quite a bit between between PS4 and the Oculus stuff that I've tried and the Vive stuff yeah. I've tried. But anyway, so I picked up the bag from or the bag the um, gun uh, for VR the PS4 one. Okay. Um, the move controller and a copy of Farpoint. That's the one from like um, that they came out with for like uh, Killzone Three, right? For PS Three. Uh, no. So there was it's one like, for that. It's very similar, though. Okay. Um, 
So I no. So PS3 had I think it was called like the Move Shooter or something like that. Um, okay. And if you remember, Move had two different controllers where it was like the one with the ball in the end and the one that was just like the joystick, kind of yeah. like the C stick for um, the Wii. Yeah. And you would snap those in. This is just a gun with that all built into it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. like you don't actually like attach the controllers to it or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, so I started playing this game Saturday morning and got through one mission. Okay. And... Farpoint is the mission where you, you're on Mars, right? So, what is, the way the game starts out is you are... <laughs> I was like, you're a spaceman! But you're in space. You're a spaceman! You're a spaceman! Dr. Spaceman. That's right. And you're like floating out you're in your little pod and these two other astronauts are trying to like bring you in and um you see a black hole in the distance where they're at and they start to like realize what's happening they're getting like sucked into this thing and all of a sudden um they get sucked in to the black hole and there's a planet that you arrive on and you don't know where anybody's at um, so you like crash land in your escape pod on the planet okay. and you go around and you try and find these little things that like remnants of where you think they were. And then you'll like scan them and like a little cutscene will play and stuff like that. Um, so you're trying to piece together like what happened to the other crew members so you can actually find them and mm-hmm. get your squad back together. Well, on your way there, it starts out and... <laughs> I'm walking around. They have a gun, obviously. First of all, the moving in this game is weird because you can look, obviously, all around. It's VR. But it's only like a... You have one stick to move. Like, it's not like you can move um, diagonally. It's only like on a flat axis. So that feels a little bit weird. So is Um, it moving like Goldeneye? No, because you know how Goldeneye, like... If you hold the diagonal stick, you at least, like, your body will turn, and then yeah. you'll start to move in that direction. This is more, this is, all, that's almost what I want it to do, but instead, it's like if you, if I lay a pencil, like, if I have a pencil, like, vertical on a table, and I'm just moving it around, like, left and right and up and down, just, like, against yeah. the table, um, it doesn't actually, like, spin around or anything. Like, you can only yeah. move on that axis. So it feels so how do a little. You, turn? you I, I you haven't just been look able to with your head. Yeah, you just look with your head, but like it doesn't feel natural in the sense that like if I what I the way I think it should work is if I'm looking at you right now, if I'm looking at my computer screen uh-huh. and I hit forward, I should move towards you. If yeah. I look to the right and I move forward, I should start moving to the right. Yeah, because that's where my head's at. But instead, you just kind of like slide and skid back and forth and there's not really uh there were a couple of weird games from back in the day that had interesting control things that kind of threw me um one thing that throws me in when when games do this is when the controls are based off of the players facing or sorry the characters facing and not the players facing like in the men in black game on pc um and there's a lot of different games that are like that but like where like you moving forward so like if you turn left then moving forward moves the character forward but not up on the screen 
So right. Like, that like really threw me, and that's why I actually had a really hard time playing Men in Black. Um, and another thing is when games control like like Doom or like Goldeneye. When it's like it's like it it just assumes you want to do X, and so it starts doing it, even when that might not be what you want to do. That it, I would say it's more like Doom. It okay. feels more like it's such a fixed, straight up and not straight not up the recent that, Doom that's coming out on Switch, but like no, 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 old like OG, OG Doom. Doom. Yeah. yeah, it 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 just feels off. So. The whole time I'm doing like, and by no way, I don't think it's nauseating at all. It's more just like I get frustrated because I know which way I want to go and I can't get my guy to move that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so the controls just kind of seem unintuitive. Yeah, like I, but it's VR. They'll get there. They're working on it. You know, the same yeah. song and dance that we keep saying. Yeah. The graphics are very good. The vistas are beautiful. Like there are so many moments in this game where I stop and look, and I'm just like, wowed by what I'm looking at in front of me. Um, so that's really cool. But there's a point where you're walking around, and obviously I have headphones on, and you'll hear, and there's these spiders that come out of the ground. Oh, no. That you have to shoot. Well, I thought I had acute arachnophobia, and apparently it's not acute arachnophobia. It's pretty severe. So these spiders come... Isn't acute severe? I thought acute was small. Like, I mean, if, if we're talking about angles, yeah. Oh, I don't. Well, I don't know. I I didn't think it was very severe, and it's it's severe. And I learned this this weekend because when this these spiders started coming out, Brian, I swear to God, there is sweat dripping down my face. Like my hands were clammy. I'm gripping this gun. Like the gun oh, is shaking no. in the game. I'm shooting these things. There was one point where. And apparently, like, every every enemy in this game is, like, a, a, another iteration of a spider. Just, like, bigger oh, and worse no. and more terrifying and awful. But there was oh, one point no. where Jess was sitting on the couch. She was playing Mario Rabbids. I had the headset on. A very cute, adorable, like, innocent-looking game. Yeah. And <laughs> from behind me, I hear... And I was like, oh, no. I turn around... And this thing, they're not small. They're probably the size of, like, a, a golden retriever, these spiders oh, in this game. Geez. Probably bigger. This thing leaps at my face, and out loud, I just screamed, Oh, my fucking God! Like, bloody murder. I thought Jess was going to crap her pants. Like, <laughs> I have never been that afraid <laughs> Of any in any video game situation in my life, like I'll never be able to replicate that. It's a shame it wasn't recorded. Jeez. I actually brought this up with Josh Mobley, uh, who a friend of ours at IGN. He said if you go on the IGN, I haven't looked it up yet. If you look at the IGN, I think it's the first like eighteen minutes or whatever at Farpoint. He's playing it, and something similar happens to him. Apparently, he's like, dude, I had a full blown panic attack playing that game. I don't know what it is. Jeez. Like, there's something about this game that just brings out like every emotion within you that, of just pure fear. Just, and I didn't just the expect basest it. instincts. Yeah, of, and I know, didn't expect of, it to be that condition. way. <laughs> like, I just I mean, thought that it, speaks that speaks volumes to you know an accomplishment because yeah, there are a lot of scary games, and especially that you've played. Um, you know, not maybe so much me, but um, but if this thing, you know, got that sort of a scare out of you, like, good on them, huh? Oh, my God. 
I like, I, and I want to play through it. Like, I really do. I'm very impressed with it. I the shooting works really well. Um, I really like the gun controller. But where does it rank uh, in comparison to like other VR experiences that you've had? Uh, it's probably. I would say it's probably the best one. Um, oh, really? And I'm talking, if it's not the best, it's the top three at least. Because like my oh, favorite geez. ones were, but Eve was another one. I loved Eve, or was it Eve? What's the name of that game? Yeah, Eve Valkyrie. I love that game, but um, it, it made me two motion sickness because of when you're flying a plane, you never really get the simulated feeling that like your body's actually getting tossed around. Um, if mm. you're doing barrel rolls and things like that, so that kind of messed with me. Do barrel roll. Yeah. Um, the other one is probably... Uh, oh, it's escaping me right now. Oh, Batman. I loved Batman. Hmm. It was really simple, but it was like a good way to tell a story. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, if you have PSVR, it is definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Nice. What else you got? I also started playing NHL 18 on PS4. How is it? It's different. So for context, kind of like you... I heard the NHL games have been kind of weak lately. Well, it's interesting. Like, my last, as I've said many times in the show, my last NHL game was NHL Hits 2002. Not even a real, like, sports game, quote-unquote. More of, like, an arcade sports game, like an NBA Jam or NFL Blitz. And... They have they've changed it significantly. Like the way you can handle the puck, the way you can handle the stick, um, it's much different. They thankfully they have NHL '94 controls built into it, so I was more accustomed to that. Like it's a much more simplistic control style, but like you can play with one control scheme where I think you can control the direction in which the stick goes with like the right analog stick. Jeez. And it is super involved if you want it to be, which is great. So you for can basically turn it into like skate or something. It, it kind of, yeah. For, I mean, at least from what I haven't tried it, but like at least from what I understand, it seems like you can get really precise with how you make your passes and wh- how you make your shots. So it's got like a like, so it would be like if if there was a control scheme in Tony Hawk that made it like skate. Yeah. Where, like, there's the arcade option, and then there's, like, a really technical, like, controlling option. That's crazy if that's yeah. the case. I mean, the main reason I got and it's ironic because I haven't even played it yet, but the main reason I got it was it has a 3v3 mode like Hits does. Um, you can play as mascots and stuff like that, and apparently the Hits are supposed to be harder in it, like, if you check somebody. But I haven't gotten to play it yet. I've, only, I've mm-hmm. done um, two regular season games. I, I mean, I, I definitely enjoy it. I'm playing on Rookie. I don't know if I'll ever be able to play on any more of a difficult or a higher difficulty because I can't I'm, I can't really get the momentum down. Um, it feels like a much slower game than Hits was, but I guess in a way it makes it more realistic. It's weird. Like, if I'm looking at... If you're watching hockey, the rink doesn't look that big with yeah. five guys on each side but in this game i feel like i'm playing on like two football fields for whatever reason i don't know if it's Jeez. like the camera angle or what but um it just feels like it takes a while to get to and from the puck mm. um so i'd like this to be a thing that 
every now and then kind of like a mario kart where uh, you know i'll hop in and play a couple games and then hop out do something else but if i don't get the hang of it in a wall like after a couple tries i don't know if i'm really gonna stick with it Hmm. that's a shame yeah but i think the main problem people have with it is that they haven't really introduced a whole lot of new reasons for people to go out and pick it up like people that play every year yeah. Um, apparently, the past like three or four years have been pretty vanilla. Yeah. I wasn't it was it that or was it NBA that like left out um, like some pretty core function? I think it was both actually, like the NHL game and the NBA Live game that left out like core functionality that the previous years had. I can't remember which year that was, but I think it was like in the last year or two. It was like probably. M- <clears throat> Sorry, my throat try. It's probably NBA Live. Um, that series is... I don't think it's come out yet. If it if it hasn't... Or it may be like about to come out. But it... Uh, that series has never done well. At least not since... I want to say the Super Nintendo days. Like N64 days maybe. But okay. yeah, they've never done a good job at selling that. And honestly, like 2K has that in the bag. Yeah. They know what they're yeah. doing. People love that. It's one of the top selling games every month. Yeah. So I don't know why EA feels like they need to keep trying to make this game because they they'll never do it as well as 2K. <laughs> like prove me wrong, but they'll never be able to do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing you haven't. Have you have you been playing your Xbox at all? Have you done any more Cuphead or anything like that? I have not. Um, I went to play it the other day and there was an update, and then I did something else, and then for I the found Xbox? out. Well, yeah, and then I found out there's another UI update that came out. That I have to run, it. so I may it's never play. I, good, I may never play Cuphead again. I don't know. I highly recommend that you get like get your Xbox One updating now because let me tell you the the new UI is really clean. It basically brings back the a version of like the old Blade or not Blade system, but like the old Xbox 360 kind of thing, where you hit the Xbox button, it brings up the menu. You quickly like left and right bumper through like menu options and stuff it's like super fast it's it this do is you have way... an original xbox one or an s yes i have an original xbox one okay i will i will test this and i and will prove yes or i will i will agree or disagree with you next episode because it is it is finally the ui is finally to the point where i'm like okay this is as snappy as i want it to be it only um, took him four years good job yeah i mean I just love to shit on this system. I'm sorry. Which is which is fine. It was obviously <laughs> designed. The box was obviously designed to work differently than it does now. Um, Phil Spencer has taken a really hard turn and a pivot in a in the best possible direction for Xbox. And I'm such a big fan of everything that they're doing over there um, with backwards compatibility. You know, adding Xbox One, the original Xbox backwards compatibility into it, like. The, the enhancements that they're doing to all the games to prepare for Xbox One X coming out. Like, I just, I'm such a big fan of all the stuff that they're doing over there. You know, we've talked about the accessibility options, and this UI update puts it to the point where I'm like, okay, this is snappy enough that I, I feel more comfortable recommending the Xbox One to other people to use as a primary console. Because previously, there, there are issues with the... PlayStation Network, like Xbox Live, is is always leaps going to and be bounds better. better. Leaps and bounds better. It's always going to be better, just because yeah. Microsoft understands that stuff more than Sony does. Yeah. Um, 
the operating system on PS4 has issues for real. But the problem with the Xbox One's uh, user interface has been that it's been sluggish. Uh, and for the first time, I feel like they've been able to trim things down and just trim the fat, get everything working properly. I I just, I love it. I love it. And I'm, I'm, I've been firing up my Xbox and I'm like, what am I going to play on this? I don't know. I just like looking at it and like thumbing around and stuff. And then I go back to playing Switch for review or whatever. But, but like, I'm excited to play more stuff on the Xbox One. And I, as, as more time goes on, I, I'm, if I can swing it, if I can afford it, I want to get an X. Um, I think I still have one pre-ordered and I need to cancel it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm interested. I don't I'm mean that in a malicious that, yeah. way. It's just like sure, sure, sure. I, I pre-ordered it and like because it popped up really quick and it was the Scorpio edition and people were yeah. trying to get it. So, um, yeah. part of me thinks I should sell it on eBay and the other parts yeah, like get it. But, yeah, but, but after after shipping and eBay fees, I'm only making like fifty bucks. Like I, I don't know. It, it, it's got to be yeah. a big enough leap because honestly, believe it or not, this thing comes out in three weeks. Yeah, it's crazy. I've I've barely heard anything about it. Not many people are talking about it. A lot of people don't yeah. even know what it is. If you're a regular consumer, it's that's just scary. a really amazing Xbox, basically. Yeah, but so the PS4 Pro was the same way, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna be able to get one." And then day one, there's like stacks of them in Best Buy. I was like, "Well, I'm a moron. Yeah. I should have saw this coming." Yep. It's just weird. Yeah, I don't know. Microsoft doesn't create um, artificial demand. So they're going to ship numbers that they're sure that they can sell, but at the same time, make sure that people get enough. Now, they've, they've come out and said that, like, this isn't for everybody, but if you want to have, like, a PC-level experience with console gaming, the Xbox One X is going to be the best way to do that. It's going to be way better than the PS4 Pro, I can already tell you. Like, and not just is the performance, like, so much better on it, but it's already got way better support than PS4 Pro does. I have breaking news regarding the Switch. <gasps> uh, this is quick. This is off of Wario64's Twitter. So uh, don't take it with a grain of salt, but it, it, I'm sure it's paraphrased quite a bit. Uh, firmware version 4.0.0 is out. Video capture for select games Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Arms, Splatoon 2. Um, you can video capture for up to 30 seconds. New profile was, icons. You can transfer. I was literally just thinking about that because I made an amazing shot in Golf Story. And I was like, man. I really wish that I could have just recorded the video. <laughs> um, there's new... Uh, you can transfer user profiles, save data, and save data to other systems, which is huge um, yeah. in the event that your Switch breaks. Um, that was like a big concern for a lot of people. Well, for, so you can, you can transfer launch. what? You can transfer save data? Save data and user profiles. So you can back your stuff up in the event. Like, so does that like, mean... So does that mean if we move to a new system, like I'll still be able to download all my games? Well, that's always because been the case. The yeah, that's always been the case. You've been able to do that, but it was more okay. if your switch breaks, um, your save data is gone. Your 100 hours in Breath of the Wild are gone. There was no way to get that back. Now, the, what this allows you to do is back it up to some external source or transfer oh. it to a new console so that. Oh, guys, the switch it. just keeps getting better and better. Uh, guys, if you, if you are out there and you still have not bought a switch, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Some of the icons include Mario Odyssey. There's like the little T-Rex with the hat and the mustache. 
What do you mean, what icons? The the user profile icons. Oh, they added more? Yeah, they also added the champions from Breath of the Wild as user icons. Yeah. Right now I'm using like a close-up picture of my me. That's what I'm doing. I think so I have a Splatoon girl. I might, I might not change unless anything looks particularly cool. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, Switch continues to be like... The dopest thing ever. Yeah, yeah you're right. basically. Like, it, it's it's crazy how much this thing is just rocketing up my list of, like, favorite consoles of all time. Like, it, the Switch is one of my favorite consoles ever already. And it hasn't even been a year. It hasn't even been... But it's because of what it can do. Yeah. Like, the way that it works is so perfect <laughs> for me. Josh, on we were playing Destiny the other night. He was like, every time people, like, get high on a <laughs> high horse about Switch, I'm like... Man, remember when playing games was fun? Like Pepperidge Farm remembers. Like that's what he. That's how he feels. Yep. Whenever he plays that thing, because and we got into the conversation, which I've said so many times, where so many games anymore are just so far up their own asses that. Yep. They just don't even care if the game's fun. They just are like, oh, it's all about fidelity and how yeah. long the experience is. But honestly, like, that's that's how I felt about Destiny One. Yeah. Like, it, honestly, if you weren't playing with friends, like the game just wasn't that much fun. Destiny uh, 2 is still the same way. Destiny 2 is still the same way, but it's better. Yeah. I think. Like, I, I have more fun no, uh, doing it. Yeah, Granted, it's there are other better, games that like, that, like, you know. But but it is very... You're absolutely right. Like, there are a lot of games out there that are very self-serious. That are very much, let's just be a, a, a bro. Let's just freaking bro this thing out and just do it. Basically, the, the, the video game version of being a sweaty tryhard. And, you know, and Nintendo Switch is just coming out with, you know, Golf Story and SteamWorld Dig 2. Just these charming, awesome These charming little experiences that, that don't cost a lot of money. That are freaking super fun. Like, the, the yeah. investment is, is pretty easy. And month after month, developer after developer is saying, we outsold freaking everything. Like, you know, Flame in the Flood going out there. Like, all these other developers are like... This we put our game out on Switch and it outsold all the other, you know, platforms combined. Yeah, and it's like that this on is day the, one. Yes, this is the the success stories that are being found by by independent developers on Switch, and I could not be happier because apparently it's very easy to port games over to Switch, and the visibility and you know, the market seems open up enough that people are willing to take a chance especially if your game is kind of dis- you know uh, in the kind of bargain bin type scenario right you know if it's $20 or less people are likely to take a chance on it and like the vita the attach rate on games is crazy so i mean i'm hungry for new experiences i'm going to pick up stardew valley after i'm done with uh, with uh, with golf story assuming i don't already have a code for um for Mario or like whatever is going to happen with that, but give me Hatsune Miku on switch. (laughs) This isn't hard. You can port it. People are putting her in their PC cases. Brian, have you seen it? It's a thing. Oh my God. She has a little stage and everything. Brian, put it on the switch. Everything else is going on it. Give me Hatsune. I don't know if you know this, Chris, I'm not, I'm not a developer. I can't put it on the switch. Make it happen. You know, people, Okay, I'll reach out to everybody I know. God. <laughs> Fucking love that game. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty good. So, I am dying. 
You have to tell me. <sighs> so, if you remember last week's show, Brian was sitting over there telling me that Super Mario 3D Land is the best Mario game that has ever come out. It's the best 3D Mario 3D game, Mario game that has ever come out. Either way. Yes. I digress. Um, I will tell you the biggest problem with this game. And it, I had the exact same problem the first time I played it. And, and it was so bizarre because like, I bet you I had it at the exact same point where I'm running through the level, I do everything I need to do, and I beat it in less than 40 seconds. And then I'm on to the next one. And there's there's not that many levels in this game. Uh, well, that's not have that's a lie. Beaten, that's a dirty that's a dirty game? lie. Yes, You're right. It is. It's a dirty there lie. There are a metric ton of levels Regardless, in this game. Regardless, this game is entirely too easy. Even when you get to the end, it is entirely too easy. That is the biggest problem with this game. Have you I I've gotten everything in this game. The first have... time I played it. Okay. I 100% so like, of this game. So you've unlocked the... You the know. extra stages. Yes. I got Luigi. I did it all. This is an old game. Let's spoil the hell out of it. I got the space... I remember the last level. There's something like, like you're in space. Like, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So... Did you think that level was easy? No. I'm saying it took till the end of the game for it to become a challenge. That's the problem with it. You've got, like, eight worlds of it being like, this is fine, and then... It gets it starts to get a little more difficult, and then the last world's just like, "Hey, remember me," and then it just <laughs> takes over, and it's the most difficult thing ever. Like that, I actually couldn't get. I actually couldn't get through those. The, the I mean, I, there's a lot of other games. I'm not gonna spend freaking ages doing that. I have like freaking seven thousand lives in that game. I've 100 percented every Mario game that has ever come out, because that's who yeah. I am. And that's what I do. Like, Mario Galaxy 2 is probably the hardest Mario game to have come really? out. Really? Yeah. Like, it, it, that game is ridiculous. Well, New Super Luigi U is the hardest Mario game that's ever come out. But that it was designed to be that. But Mario Galaxy 2 was like, grit your teeth, like, get in there. And, like, how well do you, you know these mechanics? Because guess what? You better. Because you will not get through this game if you don't. Okay, so... Your only beef with this game is that it's too easy. Yeah. I'd rather play Mario Galaxy 2 because it's more of a challenge and I would enjoy but, that more. But here's the question. Isn't it good? Of course it's good. I didn't say it wasn't good. I'm just saying it's not the best 3D Mario game. But you're saying the best 3D Mario game is the hardest 3D Mario game. It's what I look for in Mario, I would I would think, yeah. Like... There's Dude, two. There, here's, the, here's, the here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's what it comes hold down. On, to. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. This is what it comes down to. No, no, no. No, you listen. This is what it comes down to. Is that there's too many moments in this game where I think to myself, maybe I should do something else, because it's so easy, and I'm banging through all these levels, and I'm like, why am I even doing this? I could do any, a million other things right now, and I'm doing this right now. That's my problem with it. If you think this game is easy, what the hell do you think about New Super Mario Brothers Two on 3DS? That was that game. That game was super easy. Is a joke. That yeah. game's a joke. As in, it's easy. That game might as well not even exist. Right. It's that easy. Yeah. I didn't think that Super Mario 3D Land was like, like a kid. Like it was. 
It's not know. a kid. No, that's not what I I'm saying. It engaging. No, it, it's engaging and it's fun, but like, and it's not bad. Like, I I love the game. It's one of my. It's probably my top three 3DS games. But like, if you're talking 3D Mario games, it's just not the best one. Okay, well, hold. On. Let's let's run through <laughs> things real quick. Let's just before we wrap up the show, let's run through things real quick. Okay, it's a hundred percent better than Mario sixty four. A hundred percent. I can't give that to you. Okay. I, I can't. I cannot give that to you. It's better than Sunshine. <sighs> you can make an argument that is better than Sunshine because I really like the pipe levels in Sunshine. They're really hard. The ones where they take away flood. Yeah. See, this is the thing. We're we're honing in on the issue. The issue is no, but you, that's what I like. I like the you, challenge of like I love. I love these mechanics, and they're they're only this good in Mario games, and I really like when there's a challenge to it. If okay. they so so your point is since since the best platforming games are Mario games, and they happen to be the only the only place that you're going to get a difficult platforming game that is satisfactory is in a difficult Mario game. So when you don't get that, you feel like maybe it's a waste of time. Now that it's a wa- no, now that it's a waste of time. It could be the easiest Mario game that's ever come out. I'm gonna play the hell out of it. I'm gonna do everything in that game. All right. Don't let me be clear with that. My problem with Super Mario 3D Land is that I've already played it, and I have no reason yeah, to go see, back and, and play. And it. I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, maybe there was some sort of a miscommunication between us. I was under the impression that you either that you like stopped playing it because you didn't mm-hmm. like it. Or no, I 100 like of the game. Okay. 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 Yeah. I mean, I I feel like we wouldn't have gotten into this argument if I'd known that you'd done all the stuff that I'd done oh, it, but yeah. I, I felt like maybe you just kind of like... No, I, well, like, my save file has like good. three little stars above it. Like I, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mine I did has it all. all those kinds of stars. Yeah. And I, I actually went through and did it again. On Like, I created a new save file and did it all again because I'm just like, ah, I love this game so much. Like, I will definitely say, if I had nothing else to play right now and I wanted to play something on 3DS, like... I would probably pick that over Metroid, which I still haven't gone back to because I what, don't Samus care. Returns? Yeah, I just don't. Oh, I don't yeah. know what it is. I I don't feel a drive to go back and play that game. Um, I think yeah. a lot of it has to do with that hit mechanic that they added that I'm not a fan of. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I mean it. It's a phenomenal game. It's the reason Je- I got Jess a 3DS when I did. Like she loves that game. Yeah, it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. And still the best looking game on that console. Oh, that was the biggest thing I took away from it was as soon as I fired it up, I, I couldn't believe how good it looked compared to everything else that's on there. Like the Honestly, I think the only other game that's maybe as good is um Luigi's Mansion. And yeah, even that, there's some jank that. in that game. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's something else I need to play. But like I feel like it's like it's right up there, you know, with with you know, uh 3D World. Like as far as like the oh, aesthetic, yeah. like it, it really like it, it just well, really it, pops. It, it, like it, Nintendo knows how to make these sorts of games. Like, it, it does a great job at doing what you and I always talk about, where you don't need the greatest hardware to create a good looking game. Yeah, you just need good art direction and yeah. know what you have to work with and make the best of it. And that, that's yep. exactly what that game does. Considering yep. it came out four years ago, probably. Um, yep. You know, it, it's amazing that it looks as good as it does even now. Yeah, it's fantastic. So if you've not played oh. a play. Yes, if you have not played Super Mario 3D Land, it is no, just know that that Super Mario World, probably Mario 3, 
Hmm. Yeah, those are probably my favorite Mario games ever. Mm. Yeah. Super Mario 3D Land is definitely my favorite 3D Mario. I liked Sunshine and, and 64 and all that sort of stuff. I don't think I ever properly played through all of 64 until the, it came out on DS. Um, just because I, I never had a 64. Yeah, so. yeah. But anyway. I always forget that came out. You can play like as Wario and stuff. And Yoshi. Yeah. That's so weird. It really is. I always and I play I hundred percent of that game when I had it on DS, my big fat yep. silver one, and totally yep. forgot that existed. Yep. Crazy. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Those eels still freak me out. Oh yeah. Uh, so you got anything else? No. Wrap I'm, it up. I'm ready to go play some Steamroll Dig Two and talk yes. to Miss Veezy about her day. That's cool. Well, thank you very much for joining us for episode sixty four of the Platformers. If you liked the show hit us up on twitter and let us know we always like to hear what people think about the show if you want to hit us up on twitter i am at ribnax r-i-b-n-a-x i am at shrives 93 s-h-r-i-v-e-s 93 you can find us both corporately at platformers pod on twitter you can find us on twitch at twitch.tv slash the platformers podcast um you can review the show you can like it wherever you listen to it share it with your friends we don't put out any advertisements the game the the show is free so please enjoy it and share it with anybody you know that likes games um yeah and uh i hope that you all have a wonderful week until we come at you next time and until next time we are out